Hello, and welcome back to the Chatterbox Pod. I'm your host, Chloe, and here I ramble about anything and everything, but mostly about figuring things out in my 20s. Today, I'll be talking about the books that I've been loving recently in the year of 2023. So, ever since graduating from uni, I've been trying to incorporate a bit more reading into my daily routine, especially because I no longer have assigned readings to complete every week. I find that I'm reading a lot less than I used to. This is something that I want to change, and I personally find that I learn a lot through reading books of different genres. I also think it's a healthy habit to have in your life, which goes hand in hand with me trying to reduce my overall screen time. The way I'm doing this is by taking on the 20 book challenge on Goodreads, where you try the challenge yourself to read 20 books a year. Admittedly, I'm nowhere close to hitting this quota, but I think I have read about four to five books, maybe, give or take, and I'm just not, I'm not giving up yet, even though it's already September. So to give everyone a bit of background about the books and genres I like when it comes to purchasing titles, I'm a big fan of fiction and Asian literature, and the themes that I like typically revolve around coming of age and friendships. I also really love books with unhinged female protagonists, and I enjoy surrealism and magical realism in fiction titles as well. Occasionally, I dabble with non-fiction titles, so I've read a couple of books about feminism, sociology, and urban studies because that's kind of the area which I majored in in uni. And for this episode, I'll be talking about three different books that I've read either in 2022 or 2023. These three books have very easily become my favorite titles so far, especially one of them, which I will highlight later. But I really recommend all of these titles. If you're interested in the same themes and genres as me, do give these books a go, and I promise you won't regret them. So I guess we can just dive right in. The very first book that I want to talk about is Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. This book is a love letter to female friendships, and I believe Dolly writes in a way that is intimate, candid, and it really feels like you're her close confidant. I don't usually gravitate towards autobiographies or books that are written in sort of a memoir format, but I'm really glad that I picked this up from a book talk recommendation. If you're someone who's feeling really lost in their 20s, I think you might find this book very comforting and even grounding. Dolly's character stumbles through life and constantly battles with feelings of being confused, lost, and worries about becoming distant from her close group of friends after entering the work world. I really enjoyed the emphasis that she places on her female friendships, especially the one with her best friend, Fali. The entire book is actually framed by concepts of platonic love and how her friends have been the ones to support her through many different failures and difficulties that she has encountered in life. I didn't necessarily relate to the party culture or the wild nights out where she found herself in like a random stranger's apartment the next morning, but her anecdotes on breakups, bad dates, and good friends 
felt so relatable and I guess real in this period of our lives. There's a quote from the book which I deeply resonate with and it goes, Nearly everything I know about love, I've learned from my long-term friendships with women. I think I could do a whole podcast episode on this topic, but I personally feel that some of my most life-affirming and wholesome relationships have been the ones that I've had with my female friends from primary or secondary school. Many of them feel like family to me, and reading this book really affirmed that this wasn't an experience that is isolated at all. I think that if you're looking for a book that talks about the importance of friendships and female friendships over romantic relationships, this is the book for you. One thing I would say though is that I did end up rating this a 4 out of 5 on Goodreads because I wasn't a huge fan of the chapters on lists, recipes and I think party invites. They just felt like they interrupted the flow of the book slightly. But if you're into having that kind of variation in the literature that you're reading, I think this book might be even more interesting and insightful to you. The next title that I'll be talking about is one that I'm super excited and stoked to share because this book is, I think, in my top three books that I've ever read. So I read this at the end of last year, but it is easily one of my favourite fiction titles ever. The book is called Kamikaze Girls by Novala Takemoto. I can't even begin to describe how much I love this book. It touches on topics like female friendships, coming of age, and fashion in such a witty manner. I'll try my best to give an accurate summary and synopsis of the plot, but this title is really one that you should read and not listen to. So, the story follows two different girls in Japan with jarringly different styles. The first one that we're introduced to is called Momoko, and she's a lolita who absolutely adores the Rococo period and even dreams of living in the Palace of Versailles in France. She only wears expensive freely dresses that are made of lace, and she buys them from a specific boutique in the city, which she eventually ends up working for. But all of this is to say that she's fully committed to only dressing up in the Lolita style. One day, she meets Ichiko, a member of a female biker gang called the Ponytails, and the two of them become a pair of very unlikely friends. The girls have such different styles and personalities, but they share a commitment to living the lives that they want. And I found this very inspirational, because both Momoko and Ichiko face a lot of judgement from larger society for dressing the way that they want or presenting it the way they want. Despite this, none of them really care about what others think and they just go ahead with their fashion styles no matter how impractical it could be. Momoko herself says, and this is a quote from the book, No matter how necessary or convenient something may be in terms of daily life, if it is not aesthetically pleasing to me, I cannot bring myself to buy it or own it. I adore Momoko, if you can't already tell. I think she has some of the best lines in the book, and even in the movie adaptation of the book. She comes across as being very knowledgeable of the subculture and fashion aesthetics that she's into, and she's very unapologetic about her girl logic. I don't know how else to explain it, but... 
It's really amazing. Another one of the best lines ever is when she says, and I quote again, I do not believe in growing up. No matter how old I get, I shall remain devoted to ruffles and frills. That, after all, is what being a lolita is all about. Even if you're not really into the specific aesthetics and fashion subcultures that this book focuses on, I think if you are looking for a book that beautifully and brilliantly describes the coming of age process and the process of growing your own identity and personal aesthetic, this is a book that is really worth the read. My best friend and I actually both read this book separately at different times and I remember after completing this book, I immediately texted her about how amazing it was and she mentioned that she also loved the book, that it was so girly and quirky and it's seriously everything that I am looking for in a fiction title about friendship and fashion. Now, I honestly think it is very tough to follow up with a book that's even better than this. So I'll be introducing a book from a genre that's a lot more different from Dolly Alderton's Everything I Know About Love and Kamikaze Girls. The third book and the last book that I'll be introducing is called Invisible Cities by Italo Calvino. So this one is for the people who like magical realism, urbanism and travel literature. What I found most unique about this book is actually its format. It is framed as a series of dialogues between the aging emperor Kublai Khan and the Venetian explorer Marco Polo. The main storyline that's undergirding this novel is that Kublai Khan is seeking to gain insight into his vast and expanding kingdom, but he can't do so himself, so he enlists the help of Marco Polo, who then describes and tells him stories about these cities. The book imagines and conjures up about 55 fictitious cities through the lens of Marco Polo. So much of the prose is poetic and lyrical, when it, especially when Marco Polo is describing the cities that he goes on expeditions on. Lots of attention is given to different architectural elements and the importance of place and memory when it comes to recounting these tales. I think this book appealed to the urban studies student in me because Marco Polo's description of cities are very vivid and they are also very lyrical. All 55 cities are personified to some extent. They are named after different women and when Marco Polo recounts stories and tales about them, he does it in a way that makes you feel like he's talking about a person. Here's a quote that I really like from the book. When a man rides a long time through wild regions, he feels the desire for a city. Finally, he comes to Isidora, a city where the buildings have spiral staircases encrusted with spiral seashells where perfect telescopes and violins are made, where the foreigner hesitating between two women always encounters a third, where cockfights degenerate into bloody brawls among the betters. He was thinking of all these things when he desired a city. Isidora, therefore, is the city of his dreams. I came across this book entirely by chance while travelling in KL, and I'm surprised that I didn't catch wind of this title earlier, especially since this is one of the vintage classics that discusses urbanism. Either way, I'm really happy that I now own a physical copy of this book, it's a wonderful read for students of 
urban studies and architecture. I think for those who also like travel literature, this is definitely a title to consider picking up. Yeah, so those are the three different books that I wanted to share in today's podcast episode. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than the previous one I did on decluttering, mainly because I wanted to keep the list of book recommendations shorter. I could also do a longer episode on books in the future if anyone's interested. But I think this selection is actually rep- very representative of the types of books that I currently enjoy reading. I'll list all of them in the description of this podcast episode, so if you're interested in checking them out further, you have the title and the author. I will say it wasn't easy to get a physical copy of Kamikaze Girls. I got mine from a second-hand bookstore in Singapore, so I'm not sure how accessible it'll be. I just hope that you guys can at least find an e-reader version or copy somewhere. I think the other two books will be much easier to find, especially Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. For that title, I listened to an audiobook version of it through NLB. And I believe that they also have an ebook version and physical copy that you can loan. So I have also included a link to a Google form in the description of this podcast episode. And you can input content suggestions for future podcast episodes into that form. And let me know what you would like to hear me talk about next. Bye!